Okay, good evening. Back for another session. We started Shara Bitachon. He did the introduction last class. So we are in the Perek Rishon. I dropped it in the chat. In Perek Rishon of Shara Bitachon. It is uh, October 25th. And we're at YU. So here we go. Perek Rishon on Kuf Kaftet. Asher Mahuta Bitachon. Who, you want to talk about the essence of having uh, faith. Right? I have a calmness, right? Of the person that's having faith, has a calm feeling. Right? You're going to, why are you calm? Because you're going to rely on the person that, you, that you're relying on, right? The person that you have faith in. Right? You go, you're, you're assuming, or you're, at least you have the, the feeling that this person is going to do the best that there is possibly to do for you. Right, whatever it is that I that I'm relying him on for, I expect that that person is going to do their best for me. Like he knows me, person that he knows, he knows me well. He knows what's good for me, and therefore I'm going to rely on him. I'm going to assume that he's going to do the best for me. So now I'm calm. I have someone taking care of my issue. Right, you're allowed to use the table, Mama. Aval. Right, the foundation upon which this trust will come. Right, and if it's missing, this foundation is missing. Person can't be trusting. Who You're sure that the person you're relying on that is going to keep his word. Right? He's going to do that which he accepted to do. He's even going to do things that even he didn't say he was going to do. He's going to go above and beyond. So you, in order for you to have faith in somebody, you need to trust them, basically, is what he's saying, that the person that you're going to rely on is going to be able to take care of your problems, a person who knows you, a person that you have complete faith in, that is going to be looking out for your best interests, that's going to do right the best based on what you need, and your assumption is that he knows what you need, right? And then you can have full faith, you can be calm, you're good, fine. Perek Sheni. Aval. He says, let's talk about having faith, right, in people, in Nivraim, those that were created, humans. Hem Sheva. He says, if you want to talk about what are the requirements in a person that I would need, that this person would need in order for me to be able to rely on them, there are seven things. Okay? Ha'ahat, the first one. Ha'rahamim v'chemla v'chanina v'ahava. So, Empathy, compassion, right, and empathy, and uh, and love, right. That meaning that person has towards me, the person I'm going to rely on. He should love me. He should have rahamim on me, mercy on me. He should have a right hamla, empathy. When I know that person has mercy, mercy on me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna rely on him because he's. Gonna, I, I'm not expected to do bad to me. I know that he's merciful. I know that he loves me. He's gonna take care of me. So I have, uh, go, you know, I'm calm. I feel good. And when I when I talk to this person and I, you know, I share with him my uh, thoughts and my my issues, I'm calm. Why? Because I know he has mercy on me. Someone that I know is going to take care of. He's going to help me. He's going to feel bad for me. He's going to try to help me. Good. Second, second character. So the first one is love, right? Second one, second one. Meaning, I know that he cares and he loves me. He's not going to ignore me. 
right? So it could be someone has mercy for you, but he's just not going to do anything about it, right? Right? Over here, I'm saying no. I know that he's also not going to ignore any problems that I come to him with. Right? I know he's going to put in some efforts to take care of whatever it is. Key If it's not clear to me that this person is going to do something for me. Why would I go talk to him if I know that he's very nice that he's going to feel bad for me, but that's where it ends and that's where it's over. So why am I going to waste my time going to talk to him because he's not going to do anything about it anyway? Got to get the job done. I got to have somebody that I can rely on, right? That's going that's going to not only feel better for me, but is actually going to care enough to do something about it. Okay, fine. So now, if I have somebody that has now both these love and he cares enough to do something, now, now I have someone I can, I can trust. Okay, I have, I have a guy that I know loves me, and that someone's going to do something about it. I'm going to go talk to that person, I advice, or I ask for a favor, or whatever it is that I need. I'm going to rely on this person. Great. Shilishit, the it's third. It's hard to rely on a person. Yeah. Who you don't feel is resp- I'm not saying I feel it. I'm just saying in general who you don't, people don't feel is responding back to them. One hundred percent true. That's exactly what he's saying. That's that's yeah. the, the second one is right. You have to respond. He has to. He, yeah. First of all, I know that he likes me. He's great. He, he might you love recognize, me. Recognize like you just have to see everything's for the good. Okay, we're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to yes. that. First now. Okay, we we talk about Hashem yet. We talk first talk about humans. Talk about people first, right? Relying on people is where he's going first. He's gonna compare it in a minute, right? To Hashem. So let's see. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Another question because you, you mentioned that what if you have a guy that it's all emotion but no but can't get no action no action. What or about co- if you have the flip side like a calculator or something Great. like that? Great, right, right. Let's say he I know the guy is uh, super connected, got connections all over, could get things done, but couldn't care less about me. So am I going to rely on that guy to do something for me? Maybe I go try to try to reach out to him, but I'm not going to rely on him doing it, right? So over here we're talking about having bitachon. I'm having faith that I'm going to put my problem in his, on his table and I'm going to walk away because I know he's got, he's got it handled. That guy you're talking about may be able to do something about it, but I don't have faith that he's going to get it done. Is that, is that like a generic thing or is it something like putting one plus one into a calculator? I know it's going to get it done, even if there's no emotional aspect to it. Oh, uh, you want to say that? Um, okay. So somebody that's totally indifferent to me. Let's say, right? And I know... He's all business. He's right? just yeah. totally indifferent. Yeah, is that right. someone that I'm going to go to if I have an issue? That's the question. The first question you have to ask yourself. Because he's telling you the first characteristic is someone that you know has mercy upon you. Right. right? Depends so, what you're looking for. So it depends what you're looking for, true. If it's a business transaction you're talking about, so I don't need compassion. Right. But if it's a personal issue that I need some, you know, some kind of guidance or I need some kind of, you know, help or whatever it is, I'm not going to go to a calculator guy. Right. right? I'm going to go to somebody that, that has empathy, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's true what you're talking about. It depends what you, what the, what the scenario Always. Good. Sheet. What's the third one? He says, Which means the guy that I'm going to not only has compassion for me and he's actually going to do something about it, he actually has the power to do something about it. He's strong enough. He has the connections. He has the ability to carry forward what he wants to do. Right. He's not going to get defeated by somebody else doing something or knocking him out of the box. I'm going to the guy who's the strongest. I, he's got, he got compassion on him. He loves me. And he's going to do something about it. And he has the ability to do something about he's it. Capable. Right, he's capable. Right. Exactly. He's got to have the power to do it. So that's the third one now. He doesn't get defeated against his will. You won't, you know, he's pulling out all the stops to get done what needs to be done for me. Okay? If the guy is weak, 
How can I rely on him? It's great that he loves me, and it's great that he might, he's going to try to do something, but if he gets defeated at every turn that he goes to because other people are stronger than him, and he's going to help me, right? What's it going to do for me? Right? right, even though I know that he feels his his empathy, he's got, he's trying. People beat him all the time, so why am I going to go to that guy? He can't help me, right? Even though he wants to and he's trying, if he can't get the job done, thank you very much. I can't rely on that anymore. Okay. Now, now we're building like, you know, Hercules guy. The guy loves me, right? The guy is, is going to do something about it, and he has the power to do it, right? Okay, now, now, so now my level of faith in such a person is raising up. Right? Every character uh, trait that I add onto this pile, I have more faith in this person now, right? So now this guy's got all three already, right? So he says, Now, now I'm almost obligated to believe that this guy can do something for me. I'm almost, right? I'm fine. So what's the fourth one now? He says, Which means, he needs to know what I need to fix my problem. Not how to fix the problem. There may be multiple ways. Which is the one that's good for me? Right? Oh, right. It's not just that he can do it and he can get things done. But there may, there's more than one way to skin a cat. Right? So I, the one that's good for me... Is the one? What's so funny? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you never heard that before? No. Okay, yeah. It's, it's okay. So, there is. There's <laughs> so there's multiple ways to get things done. Sometimes I have a specific. I have a specific goal. I know what the goal is. How am I going to get to the goal? I don't know. I could take road A, road B, road C. Which is the one that's best for me? So this guy knows me well enough to know that. You know, sometimes it's a you know a head-on approach. But maybe I'm, that's not my personality. Maybe I'm a guy that I, you know, I'm a little more passive. I like to, you know, so it depends. The guy is going to do the one that's best for me. So now he has the power to do it and he's going to choose the one. Do so I know what's best for me? Like I'm saying. I'm assu- the assumption is you also you should, well, I, if you knew it was. He knows what I know it could be. No, he's saying that. He, he's saying that. No, yeah, he's saying he knows you. He knows you what you need. He knows what you need. So he's explaining that. So you hear, the guy that you're relying on, he knows my characteristics. He knows my what's beneficial for me. Right? He's not going to turn away from what's good for me. You know, the, the, the proper way to fix my issue, whatever the issue might be. All right. Why, right? If he doesn't know what's my, let's say, you know, my, my character traits, the way that I would handle, I would like things to be handled, I might not be comfortable with the way he's going to solve the problem. So I'm not, I'm, I'm not you know, uh, yeah, it might get done, it might, the problem might maybe disappear, but I'm not going to rely fully because he may be burning bridges along the way, and I'm that type of guy that likes to burn bridges. I like to, you know, to keep the water flowing smooth and have everything go, maybe, so, so yeah, it might get done, but again, a little bit less if he's that type of person. He doesn't know the way I want it to be done, Fine. So now again, now he also knows my personal, my you know the way I you know, I like to live my life, and he understands the way I would like things done, and he, and he knows that too. So now he's got all four for me. So of course now I'm building more faith in such a person. The fifth one. Now, 
says the fifth one is that this person was someone that you've been relying on since you were a baby, from the beginning of your creation, right, through your baby, your toddler years, through your youth, through your age, your older age, all the way up, and the chashid barela boteach, ki that this person has got, he's been my rock, he's the guy that I've been, has been behind me, he's like your father that's there from the second you were born, all right, he's going to walk you all the way through your whole life, he's that guy. Of course, you have much more calm. I mean, you ask your father to do something for you, you know, it's done, right? So you, you got, right? Fine. Right? Because now I can rely on history. I know what he's done for me already. He's been there from the day one and, you know, guided me through whatever it is. It doesn't have to be a father, it could be a friend, it could be somebody that from, from the beginning has always been there, has proven himself to me. Right, multiple times through many different scenarios. So that's it. Now, I, now I'm comfortable. I have somebody to lean on. Mm-hmm. Now, come right. I can rely on such a person. He's got history now. From all the benefits that I've had in the past, right, back to back and multiple benefits that he's done for me. It causes me to have more faith in such a person. Great. That's number five. Number six. Shishit. It says that the sixth one is, it should be a scenario where once you, you ask this person, let's say, what is to take care of you, to take care of you, you have complete faith that no other person can hurt you can do anything to change to damage you and cannot do uh, no one else can actually benefit you it's only this person that you have one person that's totally faithful to you that has all this power that you know you can rely on fully right you, you know you know where it's going yeah. right okay so <laughs> it took quite long to figure out right <laughs> so anyway but the only person that could potentially help you that's what it is it's that only person that can help you and not only that he can help you nobody else can stop him from doing what he wants to do it's also crazy because, like, after each level, it's like uh, Diana. Like, this would be enough. It's like Diana. Like, Diana. It's like a Diana thing, right? Right? So she says now, Im oto ala be'ofen If that's the scenario you're talking about, that this guy, right, is unstoppable and no one can stop him and, and no one can hurt and no one can. So then that's it. Finish. Now, now, of course, I'm not to worry about it anymore. Right? Okay. Vashivi'it, the final one. Sheezeshe botchim alav betachlit hatov. Meaning, this person that you're relying on is the ultimate kindness, is the ultimate goodness for people that are worthy of it and people that are also not worthy of it. He's still ultimate kindness. That what that is his his uh, kindness or his benefit is complete. It's not broken. It's not cut. It's it's for it. No matter what, it's the ultimate kindness. Now, if he's got every one of these seven. Uh, then you can go to sleep at night totally reliant on such a person, right? No problem. He's got to take it okay, take care of it. No one's going to stop him. He's got all the power. He's, he's doing only complete goodness. You have no worry that I'm doing something else. And he knows what I want. And he knows what's good for me. And no one can stop him. And, right? And he's got mercy. And he loves me. And uh, finish, right? Nothing to worry about anymore. The chova now becomes a requirement. Al now, if that's the scenario, if that's the 
I'm obligated to, t- to trust that person because I have no reason not to. There's no reason not to. Whatever I'm worried about, he's got covered. Whatever I think, oh, but he can't. Nobody can. He's the ultimate of all. <laughs> so that's it. Now it became an obligation to rely on that person. Right? You go, now you have to now you have to do what he wants you to do because you know that he's got everything right. He's got it looking out for you totally, and you have to accept upon it his judgments. Right? Beratzon willingly. And then anything that he does, you can't question anymore. What are you questioning? He's got everything. He's got your back. He's out there only doing the ultimate good for you. He's got right, he's making sure no one else can do anything to you that he doesn't want to happen to you. And therefore, anything that happens is good. What are you questioning? Okay? Now. Now. It's now once I went through this whole thing, this exercise, we've all figured out already. It's impossible to find somebody that has all seven. Not, not a human at least, right? Of course, the only place you're going to find all seven is Hashem. Right? He starts back to the beginning of the list. So he's going back to the beginning and prove all seven are existent. Because some of them, of course, before we got to the maybe five or six, you could find the person that's got one, two, three, four. But once you start getting into the scenario where no one can stop him, and he's got the, and his ultimate goodness, and ultimate, and that's, it. It's, that's it. That's it. Right, right. right. Okay. Fine. So he says, Right? You look at these seven. We, there's no human alive that can fit this category of all seven. They're only in Hashem. Right? He's the one that's merciful on his uh, creations. Right? We know that God is merciful. God is compassionate. Right? Hashem tells, uh, tells uh, what's his name? Uh, Yonah. I'm not going to have mercy on uh, Ninveh. Right? I, I, of course. He's not going to turn his eye away. Doesn't like That's always watching. Not turning. He's not going to ignore. Doesn't ignore. Right? Nothing's going to stop Hashem from getting things done. God, you're the greatest, right? You have the strength, you have the glory. Fine. God, right, is among you. He is the strength, right? The uh, the uh, the warrior, right? And he's going to redeem you. We know that God, of course, right, that all of our actions, uh, God has been watching over us from the beginning of Hashkacha, right, even when we were from the beginning of our creation. It's also in Hazinu. Uh, it's also Hazinu. You know that one too, right? The mitzvah? Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> right, that God is your father, right? He's your creator. Fine. Right? I've relied, I've relied on you from, from the womb, right? You've removed me from my mother's belly. Right? You're going to pour me like milk. Right? You're going to curdle me like cheese. Again, from the beginning stages through the end stages. Over there, from Eov. Now, 
regarding right God's benefits for me, or v'nisko, maybe he's going to do things that are uh, beneficial for me, or, or the other way. It's only God. Nobody can do anything to me. Right? Everything that happens is God is doing that. Like the pasuk says. Right? Who said, right, that thing God spoke and the world was created and things happened, right? Could it be that was not commanded by God? No, from God comes the Ra'ot and the Tov, everything. The Amar. Yavesh Hatsir, Naval Tzitz. So Yavesh Hatsir means the grass is wilted, is dried up. Naval Tzitz, the flower is dried up, right? Dying. Udvar Elohenu, Yakum Le'olam. But God's word is. Right forever, which means it never changes. If God says something, it's going to get done. Everything else in the world can change. The flowers can die, the trees can die, the grass can die, but God's word never changes. Fine. People like grass. People uh, they come and go. You're going to rely on somebody that's grass. Uh, the winter comes, the grass is dead. Finish. Right. I already mentioned this early in the third section of this book. Fine. Now, right? That God's, um, you know, good goodness is all encompassing, right? That God is good. We say it every day. We know, we're familiar with it. That God is good to everyone, and He has mercy on all of His creations. Why? Ki le'olam hasdo. God's chesed is le'olam. Ve'amar, potechet yadecha. Umasbi'a again. Le'chol hai. That's on. Now, ve'hasechem mechayev rikuz. Now, you, you know, logic dictates that you have to now focus on shivat ha'inyanim ha'lelu baboreit aleh bil'adea nevraim. It only can apply to God. It can't apply to, to humans. Ela she'eveti et ha'pesukim ha'ele min ha'katuv le'mizkeret bilvad. It's already logical that you know it was God. Why am I bringing the Psukim? It's a reminder for you. You don't need the Psukim. Because we already proved to you that it can't apply to any human. And it can only apply to God. So I brought you the Psukim as a reminder. Fine. Now, right? once it's clear to a person that what I'm saying is true, right? and now he has he's strengthened his, his recognition of the truth of the, truth, of the truthness of Hashem. Now you can rely on God. Right, you're going to hand yourself over to him. You're going to put all your burdens on God. Then you, you, don't, you don't need to question anymore what, what happens after that. What, what, what's going to happen is God's taking care of it. Right? You shouldn't be angry about what God chose for you. Because again, he knows what's good for you. He's only looking out for good for you. And therefore whatever comes out, what's supposed to happen? Like David HaMelech says, both when it's kosh yeshuot, it's the cup of salvation. I call out Hashem, and when it's sarav yagon, kosh Like I still call out Hashem, shem Hashem ekra, because I know there is no sarav yagon. It's all good. Yofi, second pedic. That was the second pedic. So what did we come out of that? Very clear, at least so far, that what he's saying is that we have an obligation to have faith in Hashem. God has every one of the, of the criteria. It became a hayuv at this point. Why we, wh- wh- what are you worried about? Why are you worried that God is not going to take care of it? Let him handle it. Right? Now, it doesn't mean I don't have to do my hishtadlut, which we're going to discuss in a little while, of what, you know, what my limitation is regarding how far do I have to go until I say, okay, God, I did, one, I did my job. 
and now it's your job to do, right? Yeah, that, that's that, that's, really that's where it gets gray. That's the gray area. Like, right now you're just right, right, okay, guy, right, exactly. That doesn't mean I could just sit home and tell right. him, the end. right? So he's gonna get to that, and he's still he's still first building up the bitachon for you, and then he's gonna t- tell us where and what I would obligate. Where where is my where is the boundary, you know, cross from hishtadlut into bitachon? Right. Yeah. So yeah. Obviously, everything Hashem does for you is for your good, but it's also like it's good for the situation that you got yourself into. Like, well, you, you're assuming that you got yourself into that situation, and you, God you, didn't put you in that situation. Uh, I know God didn't put you in that situation. No, I'm saying you. Let's say, let's say you you, you fell into something, or you <laughs> got into the wrong friend group. I don't know. Whatever. Okay. You find yourself in a. You had a you choice, and you made the wrong choice. Let's say, and the, okay. now now whatever happens to you, let's say some Yisurin comes to Hashem, Kapara, something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So that's the best thing for you, but Correct. it's only because you put yourself in that. Maybe in the beginning, it sh- this shouldn't have been the best thing for you. Could be. Now it is. Okay. So is so there any so difference between like why a like this is the best thing or like per situational best thing? I'm not following the question like, so not, much. I'm saying. I guess I'm just saying that it's not like there's also a part that's that's. God is reacting to yeah. my actions yeah. to put me back on the path that I need to be on it's but that, that action that he's doing is, is what's best for me but he's saying that I sort of caused God to do that to me because yeah, I was wasn't going, what was best for me it, it, well, well, it was, it's best for me well, now I had a choice only best for me and now. I made a choice okay fine but once you've made that choice right at the end of the day and God doesn't like if God doesn't like your choice because he gave us free choice right we have, right. Free, we have free will to choose to do things and not to do things but at the end of the day, he still does. He still wants you to get to X, right? You're, you're born here, and God would like you to go in a straight line and end up here. But we don't do that. We go like this. Sometimes we go like this, right? And, and what, so God needs to make those turns for me to get me back to where I need to go to. Right. So you're right that I had that. I made these choices along the way, like the best and they might not. Best God would, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, you know the the the, uh, the graph of uh, of prophets where they just go nice and smooth like this, and I like this. A beautiful like every increasing sales, increasing profits, everything smooth, and you get to the top. Great, but that's not the way it works. Sometimes it goes like this, and it goes like this. It gets cool. negative and up, and then you shoot up the top, and then you come back negative, and it goes like this. So we, we that's that's our life. Our lives go all over the place. Why? Because God gave us that free will to make those choices. You have to go. Yeah, right? No, my question okay. is that. Yeah. Um, are you done answering? No, no, I'm saying, saying I'm saying that we, you're right. That once I once factor God factors in the free will to make allow me to make a choice, and then he, then he he sort of has to help me fix my mistakes. It's not just like right? everything's for the good. It's like but, but the situation you got yourself. Right, but at that scenario good, that you're in right now, that's the, that's right. Yeah, that yeah. that's the benefit. Yeah. The way to fix you to get you back on the right track is to do this to you right now, and you need to do that. Yeah. And therefore, that's the best for you right now. So then you shouldn't be questioning about why is it happening. Because it's it's what it's the what's going to get you back on the right track, right? right? Yeah. yeah so, so my question is, you, you drew the line. You said you're mm-hmm. born here mm-hmm. and you got to get to X. Mm-hmm. And there's all the this this. Right, this, right, this. right. But I'm not asking about this. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm asking about th- this year. Right. Like I'm saying. Uh, but that's why I have a question. Year. That's why I have a question, and I say, God, why are you doing this to me? Right? Because I, I I'm not looking at the at the end point. I'm looking at where I am in the middle of the graph. I said, what the? How did I get here? Why is this happening to me? Right? If I was realizing that I needed to go there. And instead, in order to go there, I shouldn't have went there. I won't ask why God, when I got there, did this to me. I wouldn't ask. Right. But I'm not looking at the end point. I'm looking at, like you said, right here in the little piece in the middle. And all I see is, oh, boy, this is really bad. Right? So that's why I have a question. But, but he's telling you, if you have enough bitachon to understand that where I'm supposed to be going and God's trying to get me back on the path, he won't ask that question. 
Right. It saves you so much stress also. Say again? It saves you so much stress. Oh, that's what he says. It's the nefesh. You're calm. You can relax. You can breathe. Right? Pressure doesn't happen. You don't say, oh my God, what am I going to do? I gonna do? No, 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 okay, fine. It must be God just wants, wants this to happen. I'm going to go fly, you know, fly with the do punches. Do we know where we're supposed to be going or only he knows? Everybody should figure out at some point in their life what they're supposed to be doing here. And then the, the, the good that he's doing is for me to get there? I talked about this a few times over here. Did I not speak about this over here? How do you know what you're supposed to be doing? Yeah. I did? No, I know. Yeah, I never heard it. Oh, you never heard it from me. Okay, so now I'll, I'll interrupt your conversation and we'll go on that path. God gives everybody inherent talents. All right? He gives you things that you're really good at and something that you're really not good at. So the first stage in trying to figure out what I'm supposed to be doing in, in this world, in this life, is what talents do I have and how can I benefit my, the, the world and other humans with that, with that talent that I've been given. That's step one. Figure out what you're good at. Everybody's got something that they're good at. Well, how can I use that gift that God gave me to better the world and better society? That's step one. When you can, when you can figure that part out, now you can start to limit down you know, what, where I should be doing, what I shouldn't be doing. That's number one. Number two, when you're on the wrong path, somehow the doors slam in your face. Things happen that are telling you uh, uh, multiple times. You'll see, you try to go down that path and the door closes in your face. And you try to go again and you close it. And you, after a certain number of times, and he's like, oh, okay, you got to try something else because that door keeps closing. I got to go somewhere else. That's God closing the door in your face telling you you're going the wrong way. When you're on the right path, things fly open. Opportunities present themselves left and right, one after the other, one after the other, that keeps pushing you along the path that you should be on. And that's when you know you're on the right path. Okay? And I'm speaking from life experience. I'm telling you that that's what happens. What happens is your door gets closed in your face and closed in your face and you try to break the door down because you want to have your stuff loot. You keep pushing and you keep pushing and it keeps failing and it keeps breaking and it keeps. And you can't get through. And then you take a left turn and all of a sudden it's Gan Eden. Yellow brick road. Paved path. Winds in your back. The sails are up and you're just flying. That's what happens. That's what happens. So it's not the opposite. say like... How do you know if something's yet to or not? Fine, and that's so what, easy for you to do. And that's, but, you know, but that again, that, the, the easy part is after out. the door slammed in your face 50 times. Right. Okay? Again, Hashem is not going to let the Yitzhara just take you on the path forever. Yeah. The door's going to close, and you're going to try to go, and the door's going to close, and you're going to try to go, and then you're going you're gonna to pivot, and all of a sudden, things change. Yeah. So that's when you know you're going the right path. So sometimes you pivot and it still doesn't work. You pivot again, you pivot again until you find the right path. But the step one is one of my strengths. What can I do to benefit my, the world and society with the strengths that God gave me? Pick something that, that, that those characteristics, that, 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 that gift that you have will benefit. And that's the path you should start on and then see what happens as it goes. And then little by little, you start to figure out what you're supposed to do in this world. That's the... That's right. my speech. Okay. okay. Well, I also so, said that your weakness is also you're supposed to use to Yes, the thing, the thing that, that okay, okay, fine, but that, the things that are difficult for you I have to try to overcome. Yeah, that's yeah. of course. Yeah, yeah. 100%. That's for sure. That's part of part of fixing me, but first I need to know where to go. Like, how, how difficult how difficult until you realize like it's not your cuz people could just be oh it, it was difficult a couple of doors slammed. This is not maybe like okay, when do you know? So, 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 so that's what when do we when do we again that's the where do we cross over from the hishtalut the bitachon question. Right? At some point, you have to say, okay, now, God, I'm trusting in you. I, I did my hishtadlut. It isn't working. I got to do something else. I'm li- now I'm leaving it up to you. So that's the same question we asked before. We're going to get into it in a little bit, a little bit later on, another chapter or two, that he's going to tell us where those boundaries are of, okay, up to here, hishtadlut, and then it's bitachon. Okay, good. Yofi, we have a few more minutes. We'll start. I'll continue. What time is it?
Yeah, we have another 10 minutes or so. Okay, ha-ha-ha, here we go. Chapter 3. Aval hikadmut al-asher beruran va'amitatan yushlam bitchono shel adam al-ashem bit'alehem hamesh. In order for us, the preface, the preface that we need, right, the givens that are required to have complete faith in Hashem are five. Okay, number one. Ha-ha-ha-ha. You need clear understanding, clear knowledge. That all seven of the characteristics before the things that we are, those are, God has all of them. And you have to have absolute faith that God has got all seven of these characteristics that we required in order for someone to have faith. Is yeah. Is it because it's it's um, just, mm-hmm. yeah, like would we know these things unless they told us in the Torah unless he brought the mikorot? Is it just like so he told us over here that the psukim were the psukim were just take yeah, I just need you knew it already. So right? Once that, once he described to you what what a person that you would have complete faith in looks like, he did it for us. He told us the seven things that would require for a person to have complete faith in, in someone else. Now, once I see that it's impossible for a human to have all seven. So then there's only one other option. God. That's the only other option. It's either human or God. There's no other... There's no, huh? or, 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 or fine, or then be apicotus, right? And then, then live your life with total worry about every little thing that happens in life. You have total worry about everything because you think you can, you're you in control. And when it's you in control, so go ahead, feel, feel, feel that way. You worry about everything. Because it's all me. Oh, should I make this decision? Every decision I make, oh my God, I went this way. Oh my God, oh my God. And then you live with no emunah at all. And you, your life is a mess, right? Total stress, total stress. So those are the options. You're right that you have that option too, if that's what you choose. But right. fine, good, yeah. good. Okay. So uh, yeah, no, good. You're allowed to ask as many questions as you want. There's also the route to take that. that the route to take that, like um, he, like not that. I mean, I guess this means an apicotus, but like that. That there's a, there's a creator, but like he's not involved in my every like. What is he? And every single little thing like that. This so that was that was last year's class. You weren't with us in the beginning yeah, nah, when we did the. Uh, that would mean you need to be there. Right. That Hashem is involved in every single Absolutely little detail. Absolutely true. Yeah, yeah. So you have to get people who can't get past that. That's child Yehuda. That God, what, we, we, you have to. You have to, yeah, That's part of the prerequisites. Right. Yeah, part of the prerequisites. Yeah. Before you get to bitachon, that's why this is chapter three. That's in yeah. chapter one and so two. Order, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. But Shabbat Tachon. We were in the middle of two, but I don't want to just pick up in the middle with new people. So we just start the Shabbat Tachon. People learn on its on its own yeah, a lot. All yeah, all the time. So, okay. Um, so fine. Ha hot. So number one, I need clear clarity that God has all seven of these requirements, right? And therefore, it's it's valid to have faith in, in Hashem. I already told you what they are. I commented on them. Fine. I quoted some of the psukim for you, right? He is the most mercy of anything possible on humans. Right? All the mercy that comes upon anybody from other people to you really came through Hashem. Right, Hashem will give you mercy, and you'll have people have mercy on you. Right, fine. Second one now. So the first one is total understanding. Right, that God clarity that God has all seven of these characteristics. Number two, that God has many, 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 many unlimited ways to get me out of my situation. 
I'm one of God's creations. There is no one in the world that could potentially know more than God can to get me out of the situation that I'm in. Only God has every potential option in front of him, and only God has all the options. Maybe someone has some other option, but God has got them all, and he knows which one is the best for me. Good. Right? It happens to be once in a while you'll get a person that knows something that will help you. It's great, it can bell, but that's mikre. Happens to be that God, okay, that, but he doesn't have all the options in front of you. Right? They don't have this foundation. And sometimes they won't have the ability to carry out what they want to do. Asher bara yesodot ha'adam v'tzurato, the one who created the man, right, and his form, u'tchunato v'seder chiburo, and put you together, and from your pieces of all the little pieces that you were, right, your little cells, yodea yoter v'chacham yoter, right, he knows much more and is uh, as more knowledgeable. Be'ofnet to olitav, the things that will benefit me, unizakav, and the things could hurt me. Umashem matimlo be'olamo, what's ben, what's what what is proper for me in this world, ve'la'olam haba, not only this world, but what's beneficial for me to happen now, so that I can. Affect me in Olam Abba. God has that in front of him also. Belis affect that he knows, right? Fine. Kimoshin Emar, Ani Avonai Elohecha, Milamedech, Milamedcha, Milamedcha. Again, it's interesting. Milamedcha, Milamedcha. That's how it should be pronounced. Fine. Ani Avonai Elohecha, Milamedcha. I'm teaching you. I'm showing you which path you should be taking. Pasuk from Yeshaya. The Amar, Kiet Asher Yehav Avonai Yuchiach. Right? God loves you, so sometimes He's got to give you... You went the wrong way. The path, the path is going there. You're supposed to go straight. Why, what are you going over there for? Right? Hashilishit, the third one. Right? God is the most strength, the, the most powerful. Right? I mean, God's word is absolute. Nothing can change God's commandment. Right? If God wants something done, it's done. No one can answer back. To his judgments, Kemoshin Emar, Kola Sher Hafes, Adonai Asa. He does what he wants. No one can tell God what to do. Ve Amar, Ken Yed Devari, Asher Yetsemi Pi, Veloya Shuv Elai Rekam. Right? This is my statement that comes out of my mouth. It cannot be returned to me, uh, you know, uh, empty, I mean, undone. Ki Im Asa et Asher Hafatsi. Whatever I want will be done. That's the third one. Hadeviit, Shumash Giah Benihul, Kol Matzve Bene Adam. God has absolute Hashkacha. Over all of our aspects of all of our lives. He's not ignoring them and he's not closing his eyes. From every little thing to the biggest thing in the world, God is watching and he's not ignoring. He's not going to forget from one thing to the other thing or too many things on the list. No, no, no. It doesn't matter how long the list is. Makes no difference. It's talking about God, right? Right? Why is B'nai Israel saying, oh, I'm going to hide my, my actions from God? Don't you know? Didn't you hear? God is the one who created all the corners of the earth. He's not going to get tired. He's not going to get weary. It's impossible to understand God's, the depth of God's understanding. Hamishit. We'll wrap up after this one. It's a pasuk. Yeah, it's a pasuk from Yeshaya. Yeshaya Perikmem. So he says, Hamishit. 
the fifth one, and we'll wrap up after this for tonight. Hamishit she'en bide ehad hanivraim lehoil laatzmo velo lahaziklo velo lezulato ki im bereshut Hashem itale. That no one in the, no creation in the world can do anything to you unless God wants it to happen. Right? A slave that has a master, he has more than one master. Let's say each, each master could do whatever he wanted to this slave. He could hurt him, he could raise him up, whatever he wanted. He's not going to rely on either one of them now, because the other one has just as much power as the other guy. Right? He wants to benefit from both of them. What if one of the masters was more powerful, who had more capabilities than the other one? Right? Right? So relative to the strength that he had over the other master, that's how much more relation, medical reliance you would have on the master. That's more powerful, right? I mean, you, you trust the other guy also, you rely on him also, but relative to the one who's more powerful, who has more, more control, I'm going to have a little bit less reliance on the other one. Now, what happens if one of them had all the power and the other one was a nothing? So now, so yeah, that's it. Now you're going to rely only on that master because he's the only one that can do anything to you, right? He's the only one that can do anything for me. But now, so too. If you let this thought, you know, permeate into your brain that no human on earth can do anything to you unless God wants, because they have a deem to God also. Right? What are you gonna? What, you're not gonna fear another person on earth. You will have no fear for them. Right? You only rely on God. That's it. The only one to worry about is God. Right? Don't rely on the uh, nadiv. Right? The one that you know, this person that has no uh, no salvation. He can't. Why? Because one day, he's over. Right? Okay, we'll stop here for tonight. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen.